music, art, and lifestyle. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show. Brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. Thanks for keeping it here on the Mulberry Lane Show with your radio sisters. It's Rachel, and right now you're listening to Valerie Morehouse of Morehouse Vocal Studio. Her clients include everyone from legends like Emmylou Harris to newcomers like B. Miller to current country hit makers, Florida Georgia Line. Right now we continue our conversation with Valerie Morehouse. Now, when you're working with someone before an important live performance or before they're going in the studio with a new album, and when they are maybe more of a singer-songwriter type and getting the lyrics across and the feeling of the words is really important to them, what advice do you tell them? Because as singers here, you know, you can get caught up in your head and think about the correct way to do things, and then you kind of forget about the emotion, and it almost becomes like not even fun to sing because you're thinking so much of the technicalities. Not the technical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what is your advice? When it's finally time for that performance or that studio performance, do you say forget about technique and just feel it, or what do you tell them? Yeah, I love it. These are great questions because this is what we talk about here and here all day, every day. Yes, the big mistake that I think a, a lot of people make or even some voice teachers may make with students is they, they try to plug everything in together, meaning the technique then flows over into the artistry, into the recording of the album, and those two sometimes are not mutually exclusive. What happens is you make the singer go through all the techniques, all the scales, give them all the tools in their warm-ups in class, and then once they get it into their body, like an exercise, they have to let it go. Mm-hmm. And I do. I tell them when they get in the studio, they don't need to be thinking about technique. It's not going to be fun. If they put in the work that they need to put in before they go into record, then all of that stuff will come naturally. And if they warm up properly and they just think about the lyrics and the message and the artistry of what they're trying to convey to their audience, all of that should just come together like a perfect you know, puzzle. And they get in there and they don't need to be thinking about technique. That's the last thing I want them to do. I want them to treasure the song and treasure the lyric because even in the studio, if they have a massive performance and they get the feeling, you know, we can work with the tune a little bit. I'd way rather have that than have them just being perfect all the time and they're missing the artistry, they're yeah. missing getting their message yeah. across. So that's where the technique and the artistry do have to divide somewhat. And as a teacher, you have to make provisions for yes. that. That's great to hear. You mentioned that it's very much like an athlete. So now, do you work on the physical aspects of the body, strengthening you know, the core or physical exercises or even diet? Is that part of what you do as well? I think it's all incredibly important, but I think the technique is the biggest thing. You know, people talk about, oh, I shouldn't eat this or that before a show or shouldn't drink coffee. I don't really subscribe to any of that. I drink espresso. I do whatever I want to do, which is in the realms of being healthy, and it's never affected my voice. Um, I think those are all things that people tell you when they don't have anything else to teach. If you just (laughs) teach good, solid methods, you can do whatever you want. Just don't be silly about it. Don't have a huge pizza and a milkshake before you go on stage. Right. <laughs> you know, I, you I, hear I, those things I, like avoid chocolate, avoid dairy, whatever. No, yeah. I eat mm-hmm. chocolate all day long. My <laughs> method is so strong. None of that stuff matters. Okay. I'm straight through Love it. That. I've had laryngitis. So I maybe can't talk, but I can still phonate. I can still make a sound. And that's just good, solid training. Yeah. And, you know, I've even, I will even go as far to say if I have an incredibly nervous client. Um, you know, we'll throw a little whiskey and make a little hot toddy for them, and, and it just calms the nerves. 
Yes. Um, for those people that enjoy that, for yeah. those people that don't drink at all, we don't subscribe that. Yeah. But it works, and you just be smart about it. That's, that's yep. all we say. Yeah. The bottom line is just the method. Get to the method, and you can live your life um, outside the confines of that. I love that. You had said earlier, you know, regarding Sam Smith being on tour and probably the meet and greets and all the talking and all of that stuff that goes on. I have found before in my life that sometimes the talking and like the the pre-show stuff almost seems to hurt my voice more than the show. So do you mm-hmm. feel like people have to be very conscious of talking correctly or like preparing during the day to not overuse your voice before a performance? I do. And I love these questions because this is what I've been dealing with all week. I just had two of my guys that are on tour. One of them called me in a panic and he said, you know, my, my voice, I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, and he says, I've had promo every morning. We have meet and greets every day. We have yes. press and then we have shows. I haven't had a day off in six days. Singers don't make their money from album sales anymore like they did, you know, 15, 20 years ago. It's right. all touring. And so they work them to the bone. They've got all of these responsibilities. When you're talking, you're talking monotone. The monotone is worse than going through your music register. Singing mm-hmm. is easier on the voice three times easier on the voice than speaking alone. Speaking is the biggest perpetrator and it's the biggest problem that we have. Yes. The energy that the artist has to expend, you know, with clients and, and with fans and talking and, and all of that, it is. It's way worse for your voice. And mm-hmm. so I told this this particular client, you know, you look at some of these singers on Broadway, they don't talk on the weekends. They do vocal rests for two days because they're doing eight shows a week. Mm-hmm. And they realize that there's no auto-tune on stage. There's no melodyne. There's no track being played. It's all of them. They have to perform. They have to sing in real time, just them. Yes. So they have to hold themselves to a different set of standards than everybody else. And if you're an artist on tour and you're having those issues, you have to think like an athlete, like mm-hmm. a Broadway singer, where you're going to vocal rest as much as you can, and that's what I subscribe to this particular singer, during the days and the days off when you're traveling, you don't talk at all, because you have to make provisions for the rigors of that type of tour, and unfortunately, they can't slow down. They book them back to back, and it's a massive problem. Yeah, it's crazy. It really is. You're listening to Valerie Morehouse from Morehouse Vocal Studio here on the Mulberry Lane Show. So what is it like working with the show Nashville? That has been a dream job for me. I mean, I am such a lucky girl to have found that and to have been hired by Callie Corey and T-Bone Burnett initially for that show and R.J. Cutler, who directed the pilot in the first, uh, I believe, few episodes. But it's been just a wonderful, wonderful ride. And um, all the actors are fantastic. They all had some singing backgrounds before so it made my job so much easier there was a lot of work to be done with some of them some more than others but it's so much fun we're going into season four now i can't even believe it you know i fly back and forth from la to nashville and uh it's been just amazing watching the growth with connie uh, Britain and mm-hmm. uh, and working with some of the younger singers like Sam Palladio and Claire Bowen, Chip Eston, what a love! I mean, he's just having the time of his life. This is his, you know, best act. And uh, we were just at the House of Blues. Claire and Chip played a show last Sunday there, and uh, for Lionsgate, and we were in there supporting them. But uh, it, it's just been wonderful and uh, such an experience. It's opened up a whole new world for me. Mm-hmm. And then you've coached some people that have been on The Voice in American Idol. So, what advice yeah. do you give them when they're faced with having to sing under that kind of pressure? Well, I advise that 
repetition is your best ally. And so it's just, again, there to support them emotionally and support them vocally so that they know that they have run that song and it's in their body. And so even if the nerves crop up, the technique is going to win. Okay. And, uh, uh, you know, they'll prevail and they'll do a great job. And, and so far, knock on wood, we've been really lucky. All my clients on that show have done very well. Awesome. That's great. Mm-hmm. And then do you have advice to the beginning singer? Advice to a beginning singer would be write, write, write. Uh, find a writer if you don't write. Collaborate with somebody if you don't write. Uh, it is all about songs these days. I had somebody, a very uh, famous A&R friend of mine, say, if, uh, you know, uh, Heidi Klum in, in her day that sings like Beyonce walked in my door, I can't do anything with her unless she's got material. Yeah. Uh-huh. And also, good friend of mine, uh, Chris Knight, he runs Adam Levine's uh, label, uh, uh-huh. wonderful, wonderful manager. He said to me, I can't do anything with a client or with an artist unless they know who they are. They have to know who they are as an artist. And so I think writing is the way that you find that. Having a great voice these days, it's not always the be-all and the end-all. No, it's not. I would say it's not. You have to have both. So I would say find a good teacher. Find somebody in your area or somebody that you trust and that has a good reputation. Train like an athlete. And on the other side of that, write songs and have material. And if you have those two things going on, you might have a pretty good shot. Yeah, okay. great advice. If people want to learn more about you, where should they go? They can go to my website at ValerieMorehouse.com, and uh, there is a, uh, a contact sheet on the back of that. There's also a phone number they can call, and either one of my assistants will get back and reach out and, and give them some details on either myself or, or my associate teachers. Awesome. Okay, Valerie, it's been a pleasure hearing from you, you hearing too. what you have to say. This has been really fun. Oh, it's been fun. Thank you so much for reaching out. Thank you, Valerie. All right. Valerie Morehouse of Morehouse Vocal Studios, joining your radio sisters here today on the Mulberry Lane Show. Stay close. We're coming back in a few with Hour 2 with indie artist Ben Queller and after that, singer-songwriter John Guerra. We're your one-stop shop for arts and entertainment, the Mulberry Lane Show. Sing! Uh-huh.